Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Joining me today is Ollie Bridge, and we're going to talk about how you turn your customers into your marketers. Uh, that's a big promise there, Ollie. So he's going to talk about a customer delight engine, and I'm just going to listen and ask pointed questions about how you set that up and how you turn your customers into marketers. So with that, let me turn it over to Ollie and give us a quick background on himself. Hey, Mark. Thanks for the intro. Um, yeah, so I'm the chief marketing officer at Bonjoro. Um, I've been here for about five years, and um, really Bonjoro is it's it's all about trying to connect with your customers by using personal video. So whether that's you're connecting with leads to try and convert more leads, or whether it's just you know, following up with uh, existing customers to create better relationships and drive higher lifetime value. Um, and yeah, we've we've done pretty well here, as I say, five years, and we've gone from zero to over fifty thousand users of the tool today. Excellent. Love to see that growth. Love to see you helping marketers out. So let's let's just jump right into it. If you your philosophy is, uh, or at least what you're telling people they can do is turn their customers into their marketers. What do you mean by that? So really, um, when I think about, it comes down to me like customer success and how you drive real revenue growth through, I guess, connecting with uh, your customers at the right moments and also driving them or incentivizing them or in some way getting them to take action that brings you more leads, more advocacy, you know, anything that's going to bring revenue in the door for you. Um, and when I think about that, I think that, you know, you need every company really should have a system around this and a specific structure. Um, and actually, I, I think a lot try to, but I think a lot are getting things wrong for a few simple reasons, which hopefully I'll, I'll share with you a little bit today. Okay, excellent. And then it have you designed or is this something that you roll out called the customer delight engine? So that's something that, yeah, I sort of came up with. So this came out of like Bonjour itself. We're all about, we're trying to, you know, our long-term goal is to build essentially a tool that helps people delight their customers and drive lasting, like real lasting human relationships with their customers. Um, so when we started to build our company, we thought, okay, we want to do marketing that really speaks to that. Um, so how can we do that? How can we do it in a way that fits in with sort of what we do and what the brand is about? Um, so I got to work very early on on a white paper that I wrote that I got a lot of contributions from all sorts of people in the industry around customer delight itself. And as I was writing it, I was starting to figure out a lot of the sort of pieces of the puzzle of customer delight, but also how you can make it like a systematized thing. So when I talk about this engine, it's around giving someone in your team very specific control over delighting customers. And there's a key part here, which is making sure that you don't create too much crossover with your customer delight. We call them a chief delight officer here. Um, and we've got an employee called Amy, who's our chief delight officer. And it's her job to make sure that we're delighting customers and making them a, a huge part of our growth engine. But she's not in customer success. She's not in marketing. And what I see a lot of businesses do is say, hey, customer success, this is your job. And there's a lot of kickback or, hey, marketing, this is your job. And there's a lot of kickback. Um, 
So when I put in place this customer delight engine, the first part of it was actually making sure we had someone who's specifically in charge of that of that sort of piece of the pie. Now we've got good background on what you're talking about and what we're jumping into. So let's talk about how you do this. So what's the first step in turning your customers into marketers? What what are you doing and what do you teach people or what does the, the you know uh, Bonjour do uh, in order to do that? So the first step that I do as a as a as a marketer or as a, a business owner or founder, whatever you might be, is to map out your customer journey and pull away the pieces of your customer journey that can be made delightful to make your customers real advocates. So what you're doing here is you could do this on a piece of paper, you could do it on a flowchart. Essentially, create a flow where you've got all of the the I guess the normal sort of activation stroke like product related activation points so you, you know an email marketer will look at you know how many emails should we send out in the in the free trial period should it be like one every two days should it be one every three days at that sort of cadence so what you want to do is essentially put this all on a piece of paper but then alongside that you need to look for opportunities where things are happening that you can like sprinkle this little bit of delight on and, and I'll, I'll give you a very concrete example yeah so here at Bonjuro we have a free trial um, and you know, whenever anybody hit hits a hundred videos sent with Bonjour, and Bonjour is a personal video tool, so it's all about sending one-to-one videos to your customers or to your leads. Whenever anybody hits a hundred videos, we send them a personalised note, and that note goes in the in the post. Uh, it goes to them, and and you know that's really us essentially saying we see you, we see that you're taking the time to use our product in the right way, and we want to recognise that. That's just one fairly small example a bigger example is that when someone hits a thousand videos um uh, we send them a a personalized bear onesie so we've got this whole sort of bear branding and we want to essentially i guess like make people feel like they're very much part of our crowd like part of our culture and that they're sort of on the inside like a vip to us Um, so doing that really gives us this very sort of physical thing we can do and it's a physical and emotional reminder to them that they're part of our part of our thing. Um, so that's just two very like, simple examples. So when I talk about looking at your customer journey, I'm talking about looking for, it could be product related pieces, it could be um, particular milestones, you know, which of those can you make delightful versus just being sort of activation type things like trying to get them to use your product more or spend more money. So separate those two things out. Okay, so what you're basically saying is, first of all, you better map your customer journey. And I bet a lot of people listening to this haven't. (laughs) But if you haven't, you should. I mean, it's a good thing to do. And it'll be very valuable when you're deploying things like uh, Bonjoro or other uh, videos that you might want to use in your funnel. So once you do that, then you're looking for points where you can delight the customer at certain points of that customer journey. I suspect there's probably a lot of them. So my, my question is, uh, how do you decide on what kind of video to put in front of them in order to delight them? That's a good question. So I guess that's, that's, mo- that's more relevant to Bonjour. So what we do here, you know, is the whole video piece. This, this can be anything, you know, I'm talking in a sort of broad spectrum here. Um, but if you're using video, um, you know, if you're using video, I think it's about the sort of specific activation or the specific action that you want that person to take. So when I think about like a customer delight person spearheading this for their organization, um, 
you want to actually also have KPIs injected in. So you've got to remember that someone doing customer delight and trying to make this an engine for your business can be driving very physical, tangible things. So things like reviews from your customers, uh, it could be referrals. Um, you know, there's lots of other things as well where they can be handing opportunities back into your marketing or your sales team. Um, so for you know, example, could be they're winning you like podcast um, appearances. They're getting you sort of joint ventures, partnerships, webinars, those sorts of things. So for me, it's like the, the, the form of the thing you do, um, you know, it, it it's, can almost be a little bit secondary to sort of what you want the outcome to be. Um, and you can do lots of different things. You know, we here, are, are, we're really big into video, obviously, um, but it can be anything, you know, it can be a handwritten note. Um, it can be uh, a thank you video. It can be, you know, all sorts of different things, whatever, you know, you can make it really suit your brand. So it could be you know, anything like gifting, those sorts of things, but trying to tie it back to a KPI that can feed more, um, more growth through your organization, I think is a key thing too. Okay. So, but the video, it seems to me you'd have to be, if it's video, it has you have to come up with something pretty cute or creative or just something funny to keep them going through it. But how does that tie back to making your customers your marketers? Are, are you saying your customers that are receiving these things are going to forward them or share them? Yeah, so I'll give you an example. So if you are using video, I'll give you a very quick example. So um, we work with a, a YMCA camp. Um, out in the States, I'm, try I'm trying to remember which state it's in. I can't quite remember. It's Lake Wenatchee, and I can't remember which state that is in. But we have a customer, amazing customer there, who what he does is he sends uh, thank you videos to the parents that send their, their kids to his camp. Um, and when he does that, he also does a thing where he mentions um, that they have, uh, you know, that they can refer a friend. And he says on the video, he points to the call to action on his video and he says, hey, there's a little link there. You know, I really appreciate it if you can refer a friend. Um, and actually he told us, we, we're doing some case studies actually recently and about six months ago, we were chatting to this guy and he said, you know, I sent out one of these videos and just from one single video being forwarded on, well, that link being forwarded on to this person, this parent's friends, they brought in about, I think it was $11,000 in extra revenue for the camp from a single video being sent. And he does a lot of these personalized videos. So, you know, I think that's the sort of thing like doing something very well, highly personal, thanking that customer and that being referred on to other people. He said, actually, the funny thing about this was that the, the parents who sent their kids to his camp actually weren't from in his state. So this lady apparently had other friends from outside of state and they sent them to his camp, which I think is a, you know, pretty great example of how this stuff can sort of spiral outwards if you get it right yeah well for sure i mean uh if you know what you're doing and you put out content that's high quality they are gonna they are gonna share it for sure so so getting back to our premise of a customer delight engine and making your cust your customers your marketers what then do you do so you've you've mapped out your customer journey you've put videos or other content in the places that you think you can delight your customers what's the next step after that uh yeah the next step is really it's about just making it sort of repeatable and you know i said about like the kpis so if you started doing this stuff and measuring it and parts of it work so you know example for us is sending those onesies if those onesies are going out and we're getting like a ton of social shares coming back from those happening or if we're 
then able to ask those customers if they all do like a video case study for our website and they say yes instantly versus try, you know, sending out an email to all of our customers and nobody comes back with them. Um, then we can see that that stuff is working and the stuff that works, you just keep doing and the other stuff. So you know, I think with a lot of this stuff, there's, and we've done a lot of like A-B testing of this delight stuff and, and you know, we still haven't got this fully right. There's lots of new ideas that we come up with all the time new ways of tweaking the system like one of the most recent ones we've got like we've already got a good engine going but a new idea we've had is to create these um like customer delight pods so we're going to get uh, everybody in the team will be giving a given a specific budget to go out and delight their pod of customers so we're going to break up our customers into maybe you know, 100 200 people per pod and everybody each month in the team will be given a specific budget to go and come up with any ideas to delight those people and tie it back to some sort of KPI as well. But that gives a lot of freedom within our organization for, for people to, I guess, have a bit of fun. And, and what can come out of that is that you know, maybe someone will have a zany idea that works really well. You might get a bit of PR from it. Um, so I, I think making sure that your, I guess, your underlying, like, engine is going and working and the things that work well you keep doing but also trying to be inventive and creative and come up with new structures that bring new creativity amongst your team so that's something we're going to be doing pretty soon if i heard you correctly you could use your platform to get customer testimonials so part of the the customer journey part of the, the funnel would be to ask your customers to record a video for uh the website a testimonial or maybe a case study? Yeah, so if you're looking to do that with personal video, so the way I'd think of it, I wrote a, a playbook all about how to use video specifically earlier this year. I called it the Video Funnel Playbook. And that was really about mapping into your customer journey and where in the customer journey should you use video um, to get results for your business, to drive growth. Uh, one of those examples is using it to get case studies. And so if, imagine you, you know, you've got a business now, um, what I'm saying is that you can send a personalized video to ask a customer for a case study based on a very specific trigger or a customer event. Um, you know, so as an example, if you run an NPS survey right now, you might have something like a marketing automation tool set up to send out a request for a case study or some sort of survey based on an NPS score. So net promoter score, if anybody's not familiar with it, of eight or above. What if you, instead of doing that, use a personalized video to make a, a personalized ask to that customer, your, your response rates and engagement rates and your number of case studies and the positivity of those will be, you know, dramatic. we've seen this personally, and we do it here at Bonjoro, uh, dramatically different. So that's just an example of sort of when your customer is like after the sale, how can you be engaging them at the right time? So, you know, that's something I think everybody could be doing. Most companies run an NPS. If you then take that and make that personalized ask, you can do a lot with it. You, know, you could also do this for things like canceled customers. You know, make a personalized ask rather than just having that, that automated uh, triggered email go out to hit people where the engagement rates are super low. All right. And then you got the KPIs in place. And I'm just going to re keep reiterating this because it's just, it's somewhat complicated. Um, you've got all the, the the videos laid down. You've got the content in the places where you think you can delight your customers. What, in your experience, what is the return on investment on that? It, I mean, how much, how much more 
Will sales increase or awareness increase? What, how are, have you measured this? I mean, if you've got 50,000 customers, I'm sure you've got some understanding of how it's going to benefit people that deploy something like this. Yeah, so it, it, it will change depending on where you use it in your particular organization. So the example I gave you of the YMCA camp, you know, using the refer a friend style of things, that was you know, that brings in a consistent amount of revenue for their business. You know, that one video brought them $11,000. Um, we, we've seen uh, charities use this in other ways as well. So we've worked with um, the Heart Foundation who uh, they did a, like a fundraiser with one, uh, one particular school uh, that they were doing this sort of skipping challenge thing. And they were sending personalized videos out to the, um, to the, to the kids that were getting involved in this fundraiser. Um, and they raised like over fifty thousand dollars from from a single school where typically they raise about five thousand. Um, so it'll really vary, I guess, depending on your business and where you use it. From a personal point of view, here at Bonjuro, when we look at our own metrics, we know that our customer delight engine and our system um, for trying to get more engagement um, from our customers and get more opportunities coming back into the organisation drives about thirty percent of our growth. Um, so it can be a really large part. Um, but you can do as little or as much as it as you want, I guess. I think at this point, I would ask you, what else haven't we covered in terms of turning your your, your uh, customers into marketers or uh, the customer delight engine? What what else would we need to cover to make it crystal clear how this works and, and why it's beneficial to people listening to this? Well, I think for me, it's going back. Like The key part, I think, is really just like structural. So it's who is in charge of this. And I know he's spoke about this at the top of the podcast. Um, but I think this only actually works for an organization if you give someone the control to do it. So we call that a chief delight officer. Um, so I'd say to anybody listening to this, if you've got a customer success team, take a bit of the heat for customer delight off your success team because their job really is activation of your, of your, you know, of your customers uh, to get them using your products and to get them paying for your product. Um, whereas your delight officer or whatever you end up you know, calling them, uh, it's a very different thing. You know, it's about winning these opportunities and the other KPIs that I've mentioned. Um, so for me, that's really the key thing. And it only really works well. You know, we've done it here at Bonjour and know that it works um, in that way. Um, so I'd sort of make sure you yeah, give someone a, a, you know, a job to do. And uh, you know, that's the only thing that they're focused on. All right. So with that, I, uh, I think I've got a very good understanding of what it is, how you're doing it. Um, I would just add that, you know, the, the delight part of this as, as part of the funnel, that's where you got to get really creative. It's not just throwing something in there. You got to get really creative with a funny video, interesting content, something that, you know, is shareable. You think that is going to be shareable. So maybe looking at your social media and seeing what's been shared over and over might be something that you try to incorporate. Obviously, you have to change it, but try to incorporate in your, your customer uh, journey funnel. Okay, so... We're coming to the point where we ask the final two questions. Uh, first is, what's the hottest digital marketing technology that you recommend? Um, I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, copy. Copy.ai. Yeah, really interesting. So this is, obviously, I'm a SaaS marketer, um, and this was doing the rounds in a lot of the sort of WhatsApp groups and things that I'm in. Um, basically, you go to the website, put in any copy, so it can be your hero copy from your website. It can be, be copy for your Facebook ads. You type it into their tool, 
and it pumps out a load of variations that I thought were going to be rubbish, but they actually turn out to be really, really good, um, sort of frighteningly good. So we might all be out of jobs, but yeah, it's really, really good. That's great. I haven't heard of that. That's a good one. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, very cool. The second question we have is, uh, who is the most influential person in marketing today? Hitton Shah, I think just because he's, uh, I don't know, he's, he's like a, I think he's like a support structure to a lot of marketers. You know, when you're out there, he seems to be everywhere, basically just sort of geeing you up and making sure that everybody gets the support they need. And, um, but for me, in terms of like actionable um, and doing a really great job, I know he's left Drift now, but Dave Gerhard, I think, was incredible. Um, I know he's moved over and doing a lot of content on his personal Patreon account as well, where he's guiding and supporting a lot of marketers and the stuff he puts out on there is incredible too. And he's got over, I guess, like a thousand patrons. Um, I think he's really on the cutting edge so yeah, I'd probably go with Dave, Dave Gerhard. He's been inspirational to me and sort of annoying as well because uh, Drift to some extent are a little bit of a competitor with their video tools. So um, he's been very successful and impressive, yeah. All right, and then uh, lastly, you have a special offer for today's listeners, a free 14-day trial of Bonjoro. So that's bonjoro.com. You can see it in the show notes. They also have a video playbook. Again, uh, the URL is too long for me to cite here, but it's bonjourocom forward slash video funnel playbook. Check both of those out. I know I'm going to. And uh, with that, Ollie, is there anything else uh, that you'd like to that you'd like to say before we sign off? No, I don't think so. I think maybe to the spelling. I know a lot of people struggle with uh, when we say bonjouro, they sort of mishear it. So B O N J O R O. Um, it's yeah because it's sort of a, a, a twist of the Italian buongiorno so that can confuse people so I'll throw that in <laughs> well I mean good URLs are are, are, are hard to find these days so <laughs> yeah I got it right away but maybe uh, maybe you're right and if you don't know the spelling just look in the show notes it'll be right there 